0: How are you today, Sharon?
1: I'm very good, thanks, Dave. How are you doing this week?
0: Yeah, not too bad at all. Um, as I say every week, I think, weeks are generally tending to merge into one. Whatever ha- What happened to June? Do you remember anything that happened in June?
1: Um, Not unless I look back at my diary. Probably not.
0: <laughs> no, that's why I actually keep a diary, so at least I can look back and say, well, this didn't happen on that day, and this didn't happen on that day. At least I can distinguish which days things didn't happen on but uh, right. uh, that's always helpful but there you go um so anyway uh today we are going to be uh winding up our series on things that make you happy
1: that's right yes um i just think we've we've had sort of 10 podcasts now which is perfect you know for the, the what makes us happy series so i just yeah. really wanted to to recap um it's sort of to me it's perfect timing what with lockdown sort of um you know obviously lots of things reopening yesterday, but I just yeah. think, you know, as we're starting to get back to normal, she says in inverted commas, um, mm. you know, it's, it's a good idea to sort of yeah, just have a recap because um, obviously the podcasts are out there anyway for people to, to you know, look back on. Um, but yeah, just to recap on what makes us happy. Um, and a few of those things that we have discussed over the last several weeks um, was one of those was living our personal values. And that yeah. is being true to ourselves. So many times we live in other people's lives, other people's wants and wishes. And it's really strange that once you start to really think into who you are, the core of who you are, uh, it's amazing how you see life change for you. Um, so, you know, dropping other people's expectations or thoughts about what you should be doing or shouldn't be doing. Um, certainly living out personal values. Um, is, is a good one and that's not to say it's not challenging because obviously you know there's especially when it comes to to family um if we're very close with our family um we still need to, to live in and around those um yeah quite. Right. it's about managing managing that expectation of what other people you know expect of us, etc um so yeah personal values is an, is an important one
0: well, I think as well, to be honest with you, um, if one good thing has come out of the lockdown, it's that people are finding out a lot more about themselves because they are spending so much more time on their own, especially people like myself who live on their own. I mean, I live on my own anyway, but now there's no chance of actually going out and having to, you know, having to go out and meet people, needing to be at a certain place at a certain time. You do get more time to so just sit, uh, take note of things and just think in general.
1: You do, and some people wouldn't necessarily enjoy that because it's almost like enforced silence where you'll be, you know, asked to sort of stop and reflect on where you are. Um, But actually, if anyone is sort of, um, fought that sense of, you know, oh, I don't want to just be sitting here or doing this, this that, and the other. Actually, th- th- there could well be something that we're suppressing or hiding that really needs to, you know, come to the fore for us to, to deal with. Um, and I think, yeah, like you say, a lot of people, I think, have found lockdown very beneficial and that it's given us time, time that we wouldn't necessarily maybe have had before lockdown, where we're, you know, a lot of people on the treadmill or, you know, at hamster wheel have just, you know, repeated. Mm, yeah etc. So no, you're absolutely right. Um, you know, I think yeah, there's certainly been a, a positive to it. Um, which links in with the next one actually which is gratitude. About recognising when something actually has in hindsight been for our benefit. Now we say hindsight's a wonderful thing. Um, mm. But, and, and I'm not going to use the adage, you know, be grateful. I'm not going to absolutely not going to say that, you know, be grateful because there's other people out there worse off than you. Because I always talk about the experience you go Go through should not be diminished any way because somebody else has been gone through something seemingly bigger. If that makes sense, so no, I
0: totally understand that. Yeah,
1: yeah. So gratitude is about just being thankful, You know, recognizing, taking stock that you know of the things that we are grateful for. And if we are really struggling, whether it's through um, sort of recovery, anxiety, depression, sometimes as we've said before, it's really hard to recognise the, the things that we can be thankful for. Um, And sometimes, you know, actually if we can look back and think, gosh, that was a really tough time in my life, but you know what, I made it through and I'm proud of myself, that is gratitude. So it doesn't have to be, you know, this immediate moment.
0: No, again, I mean, taking it back to uh lockdown um a lot of people are struggling through the lockdown, obviously, for you know whatever reason. some people um and I include myself in this to be honest, have kind of just sort of breezed through it really, because, as I said to you, uh be it on air or off air, because I went through such a life changing moment or moment a life changing thing. Uh, three and a half years ago when I gave up drinking obviously my every single aspect of my life was completely and totally flipped 180 degrees and so now just the idea of um, being you know doing my shows from home instead of going to the studio and speaking to my parents on the phone as opposed to seeing them in person hasn't really affected me that much because I've had something so massive happen to me in the past that this is actually kind of you know, a bit of a walk in the park without wishing to be be little other people's experiences of it.
1: Yeah, no, that's right. It's it's absolutely appreciating your own circumstances circumstances and recognize it recognising and, you know, ticking your own boxes in terms of achievement, no matter how big or small it may seem to somebody else. Um, you know, just be thankful for you know and recognise that you are who you are, you're unique. Everyone in this planet is unique. Um and yeah, just just True to yourself and um, live your own life. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, it was, we're talking of lockdown. In uh, the next one, in terms of kindness, a lot of people get a real buzz out of you know sort of being kind, and we've got we've all got that nature within us. But during lockdown, there's been so much kindness and compassion shown. Um, but. We also need to remember about being kind to ourselves and interestingly, my brother's been down this week on holiday to see me um in our bubbles and yeah. um he actually gave me a lecture yesterday about sort of um the balance of doing things for other people and you know and, and doing things for myself as well. So it's not sure. just important to, to be kind to others, but be kind to yourself, whether that's, you know, self-talk or um sort of um, situations or actions or decisions you make. Um, yeah, we've just got to be kind to ourselves, because if we can't do that to ourselves, then how can we expect anybody else to do that to us?
0: That's true. Now, that's something that you do learn from a very early stage in recovery from addiction, because... um addicts 99 percent of them i mean obviously i'm only talking for myself from a personal point of view but for things i've read and people i've spoken to addicts don't like themselves very much at all because they realize what they're doing to their bodies and because of what they're doing to themselves how it affects other people around them and um basically your addict has no self-confidence no sense of self-worth whatsoever so to be for an addict be nice to themselves is just—it just it just doesn't happen so once you come into recovery once you've given up your addiction of choice one of the first things you have to learn is to actually appreciate who you are appreciate that you're not a bad person this yeah. addiction is what's making you a bad person and you've got to learn to it's like learning to walk again you have to actually learn to like yourself
1: you're at- you're absolutely right. Very, very true. And, you know, I, I sort of posted something on um, on Facebook this week about, um, in, in terms of sort of recognizing what goes through, in fact, it was mental health versus physical health and the different scales. Now, when we're looking at sort of um, addiction, that, to me, is a, a serious, you know, mental health issue, and that's something that, yes. you know, is a real challenge for people to go through. And that leads me into the next um, sort of podcast we did on letting go. And once you, you know, sort of uh, are the, out over the, over the mountain, as it were, and sort of, you know, going through your recovery and feeling better about yourself and learning to love yourself again, um, what I think we need to do is to let go of who we thought we were, that you know, putting judgment on ourselves it was something else that made us go through that if, if you like in terms of mental well being. Um we need yeah. to associate in a way as to what's happened previous and um what am I trying to say here? Just forgive ourselves for anything that we've done in mm. the past. Just let it go because there are circumstances and situations that led us into that. Um and that could be, you know, actual physical experiences or it could be you know mental health um so i think religion, yeah. though was an important aspect of
0: that well again bringing it back to the recovery side of things i generally um find there are still things that i've done in my past that i find very difficult to um not think about just due to the general shame of what i've done i mean Everyone jokes about, oh, it was terrible last night, I got drunk, uh, I can't remember what I did until someone told me and I was dancing on the tables or I jumped in a fountain, silly things like that. But when you have that every single day of your life, you wake up and you've got absolutely no idea what you've done the day before and you know that somewhere along the line you must have upset somebody, it is very difficult to actually package that all up together and say, right, that is the past, that's happened, I can't change that, move on put that away, put it in a box, package it up, send it somewhere else because that's gone now, let it go and move on. And that's something else you really do have to learn to deal with when you're in the first stages of recovery is just forgetting what you've done. It's happened, you can't change it.
1: You absolutely can't. But like you say, it doesn't happen overnight. It's not about clicking your fingers and changing things. Uh, You know, changing uh, your thought processes change. Um, It really is about retraining your mind and your brain to, to... Take on that new way of thinking um, in respect of letting things go, as you as you say, it's so important. Um, the other thing we, we were talking about sort earlier is sort of finding balance. And when you're sort of go, when you're going through recovery, or you've gone through recovery, um, or you're suffering from anxiety and depression, it's about recognising when our mind has got hold of it, hold of itself. And finding balance is really important. So, again, if we recognize our thoughts and, you know, we can beat ourselves up into a blue in the face if our, you know, sort of thinking is very, very negative. But until we recognize that it's not doing us any good and we do need to change that thought process around to, hold on a minute, I can't change this. This is in the past. Um, hmm. And as you were talking earlier, I, I, I don't know. Um, there's a book that um, I haven't read for a while now, but it's a book that's always stuck in my head, and it's called Five People You Meet in Heaven. And it's a fabulous okay. book because it just reminds you um, of it's it's five scenarios where an elderly uh, an elderly gentleman who passes over he meets five people whose lives he touched when he was on the earth plane, as it were. And it's really fascinating because there were times when he really, really lived with regret and remorse and, you know, sadness regarding a particular situation. Um, But actually, when he was able to, and obviously this is, um, you know, storytelling, able to reconnect with this person who said, actually, if you hadn't have done that, you know, Gone on to live the life that I led which was amazing you know you gave me my life whereas the person mm. you know he really thought he lived with regret so there are some fabulous you know we talked about books fabulous books out there but it just shows you that our mind can run away with it so we might be thinking oh my god that person's going to think really bad of me or you know carry this thing for god knows how many weeks months but actually yeah. they're, they're getting on with their life and they probably haven't even thought about us again do <laughs> you see what I mean? Yeah, you-
0: yeah, I mean that brings you back to brings you back to what I was saying about the overthinking things we were talking about a couple of weeks ago because uh if you've done something in addiction that you uh you've upset someone over, um, you just tend to overthink it. It sits in your head and it just grows bigger and bigger and bigger until this one tiny thing becomes absolutely massive and you're worried about how much you've hurt this other person and as you so rightly say, they haven't given it a second thought.
1: No. That's right, that's right. Our mind has a lot to answer for, which is why it's very it important, um, you know, in terms of mental well-being, just to to recognize when our thoughts aren't helpful, uh, whether, you know, we need that time to just stop and reflect, or whether we need to really offload and, and get out there what we need. And, um, yeah, it's um, very important for us to, to look after our mental well-being as much as our physical well-being, Definitely.
0: Definitely. Right. Um was there any were there any others or have we just recapped?
1: No, we've recapped and um, there's a couple of things I wouldn't mind just sort of um, giving a um, sort of mention to. No, no, to please, what, do, uh, please do, please do. Thank you. What Heart of Bay is up to at the moment um, yes. during lockdown, uh, we've had some fabulous funding um, for various organisations to enable us to um, get together, sort of uh, little care packages and um, anxiety support packs, if you like. And we've been doing that sort of through community organisations and through people contacting us directly ourselves. But just a, a shout out there that if any organisations um, into this is for Torbay, any individuals or family members who would love to. Um, really, you know, sort of want some support, or to pass on that support anxiety tips and um, activities, etc., to individuals, please do contact Heart of Torbay because we've still got funding available um, to support people. And that's with sort of um, essential oil calming aids, um, colouring books, adults and children. So um, please, please do contact us. Um, and we're also currently working on some fabulous workshops which again um will be for either individuals to to jump onto or for organizations to book for their their um right or their, their customers and i'll be putting that information onto to um the heart of torbay page but it's a fabulous mixture of um mental health awareness and that's with a mental health um nurse and also an yeah. element of activity so fun fun things to do as well but also some self-reflection so there's some great things up so just just for guys to keep an eye on the uh the facebook page and our website page as well um but that's that's brilliant
0: (laughs) no that no that's fine yeah so exciting times ahead for um half of torbay then
1: Yes, we've got yeah, we've got some great plans in the in the pipeline. So um, yeah, we, I think you know, like much of the much of Torbay, much of the the world, we're just sort of you know, hopefully, touch wood coming out the other side and uh, being able to put a lot of the the plans into action.
0: That's brilliant. Well, Sharon, as always, uh, thank you so much for talking to us. Um, have a lovely week, and we'll speak to you same time next week.
1: You're very welcome. Lovely to chat with you, Dave. You have a good week. Okay. Bye yeah, you there. too. Bye bye now. Thank you for listening. And if you'd like to know more about Heart of Torbay Community Interest Company, please visit our website, which is www.heartoftorbaycic.com, or you visit us at our Facebook page, which is Heart of Torbay CIC. Thank you.